Storytelling is marketing's oxygen. Your brand cannot survive without it. Hi, my name is Nyquia, and I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, a global digital marketing agency. I have mastered the art of storytelling and marketing strategy from the greatest storyteller of all time. Yes, girl, you got that right. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. The Scriptures, Stories, and Strategies podcast is here to help faith-based content creators create a universal community within their online business that sparks engagement, prompts actions, and generates income using lessons from the only business book you really need, your Bible. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another faith-fueled episode. If you are new, hey, I am your host, Nyquia, and if you skip past that introduction, you probably have no clue who I am. I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, which is a global marketing agency, a business educational platform, and a faith-based global community for freedom-fiending fempreneurs who love to mix business with adventure. So if that sounds like a community you see yourself a part of, then you will love this podcast, Scripture, Stories, and Strategies, because it's all about mixing faith with business. Okay, I'm going to be real with you guys right now. Ugh, I literally filmed this episode like two minutes ago and realized that I don't know what I did, but I recorded, like I paused it to go to the bathroom. And then when I repaused it, I recorded over what I've already recorded. And I didn't realize it into, until the episode was done. So that's a little frustrating because I was on a time constraint. I have other things uh, to do, but I love you guys so much. I'm recording this episode again right now. So I can, whenever you're listening to it, I want to get it up as quick as possible, but that's that's my little struggle for today (laughs) but besides that guess what guys we are finally in season two of scripture stories and strategies and I'm so blessed at what this podcast has become in the last 10 episodes the amount of support connections and shares I have received from this podcast have been positively overwhelming and I'm very grateful for you listening to the other side of my phone right now this season Expect a lot of expert faith-fueled entrepreneur guests sharing their expertise in their field of business and how they mix their business with faith. Faith, um, I know you will learn so much from these upcoming guests, and I promise you, you will walk away feeling faith-fueled and biz savvy. I'm so excited to have these girls on my podcast. Okay, so this episode is titled "Overcoming Obstacles and Freedom Within Christ and in Your Online Business." See, freedom in Christ belongs to you, no matter where you are in your journey with God. The same goes to your journey in becoming a freedom-based business. Uh, By the way, if you are not aware of the term freedom-based business, there really is no definition for it. Um, However, to me, it means you run a remote digital business from anywhere in the world on your own terms and guidelines using your passions and skills to make a difference in someone else's life to earn passive income, and to sell remote services or products that make someone else's life easier. You own your business, you own your brand, you own your essence, your personal skills, your strengths, and your own experience. And no one can take that away from you as you uh, strive to become free in your business and running it from anywhere in the world. Now, when we choose to follow God, you must understand it's the only be- it's only the beginning of a lifelong process. 
similar to when you first launch your business, your success will be a long life process. As Jesus's followers, we can expect to undergo constant testing and refining throughout our years. Just like on every new stage of our business cycle, you are constantly testing new marketing tactics, providing new services and products, trying out new social media platforms or catching up for them with that, that for that sake, like there's so many social media platforms out there nowadays. It's, it's a little um, overwhelming, <laughs> but um, you're also um, refining your business systems and processes over and over again, remaking your business strategies. So the purpose of all that constant struggle when we are Jesus's followers is to ultimately resemble Christ because at the end of the day, that's the main goal. And the purpose of our business struggle is to become the best female entrepreneur we can be for God, for ourselves and for our community. So remember, struggles lead to change in behavior and changes lead to strength. So we struggle in certain aspects, you know, for in our life for a reason. Excuse me. In this episode, we're going to explore the obstacles to freedom in Christ and in our business. We're going to be discussing what it means to trust God in difficult situations and how to walk with him in challenging times. As always, I will provide you with a biblical story to reference for today's lesson. But first, let's start off with some scripture that leads to what I'm going to speak to you about because, you know, I love, you know, using scripture to reflect the main message of this. Now, I have about six here for you, so bear with me. Uh, But these are my favorite when it comes to obstacles um, and trusting God with your plan, with his plan for your life. So the first one is uh, from Matthew chapter six, verses 25 through 27. And it says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? Matthew chapter 6, verse 34 says, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is his own trouble. James chapter 1, verse 12 says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Joshua chapter 1 verse 9 says, Be strong and courageous and do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Two more left, guys. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 31 verses 6 and verse 8 says, Be strong and bold. Have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord your God who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. And the last one is 1 John chapter 5, verse 5. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So obstacles are hella annoying and they're frustrating. They slow up our processes. They slow up our plans, goals, and visions. They keep us from moving forward um, in our dreams and our desires that God has placed on our hearts. 
They block us from seeing the untapped potential for our future. Uh, However, let's be real, you can't grow in spiritual health without obstacles. Just like how you can't grow within your business without obstacles that challenge your skills. And you know, you want to know what's kind of funny? Some obstacles that we deal with aren't even real, girl. Because we get into our feelings, okay? We get into our emotions and we let our fears, our worries, our lies from other people and from the devil devil keep us paralyzed from dealing with obstacles. Many times the key to overcoming a major obstacle is to first deal with what we allow our minds to focus on and realign our thinking to be on par with the word of God. I actually talked a lot about positive mindset and positive thinking with godly intentions in season one of my podcast and I believe that's episode four. I highly recommend you listen to that episode after this one. However, uh, meditation, memorization, and reflection of God's word on a daily basis will get rid of every wrong thought. I promise you. The mind is the spiritual battleground and it's the devil's favorite place to be. Furthermore, when we come across heavy obstacles within Christ or within our business, it's easy to fall into the wrong thinking of of believing that the obstacle may be bigger than God. Girl, listen to me. Listen, (laughs) if you ever think that, let me stop you right there real quick. Nothing, nada, nothing is too big for God. He is the alpha and the omega and the beginning and the end. Nothing is too difficult for him, okay? Obstacles not only remind us of our weakness in and of ourselves, but they also are a reminder that God is in control. The Lord is never caught off guard by our problems or situations. He actually uniquely prepares and chooses us for the journey of dealing with our obstacles, whether that's in our personal life or within our business. In the process of working through and around them, we grow up in faith and our testimony encourages others to press forward in the Lord. Okay, so you're probably like, okay, Nyquia, I'm with you, but I need more information. You know, I got you, girl. Okay, so how do we overcome obstacles within Christ? And how do we overcome obstacles within our business journey? How can they align? Well, of course, girl, I got you. I have a biblical story for you. Uh, Today, we are going to break down the story of Joshua and Jericho. I will be reading from chapter six in Joshua, and I'm also going to um, uh, condense chapter one and five. I'm going to review that so you kind of understand the background of this story before we get into the, um, the lesson we can learn from this story. So definitely feel free to refer to your Bible and read along with me. But here is the backstory. Okay, so we have Joshua, who is now the leader of the Israelites. He is actually the leader that Moses presented to the Israelites as his predecessor. So he continued on the path led by Moses and God to get the Israelites and himself to the territory God promised them. Now, Joshua and the Israelites need to cross the Jordan River and take the land of Jericho in order to pass through it. Now, Jericho had heavy security. It was hard to get in there, okay? Really, no one went in and really no one came out. So Joshua actually ends up sending two spies to see how big of a threat Jericho actually was. And those two spies actually meet Rahab and she helps them escape. 
So the spies come back, they report to Joshua what they witnessed in Jericho. They tell them about the the prostitute that saved them. Um, And that brings us to chapter six. So in this part of the story, the Israelites had to decide whether they would continue the journey to where God wanted them to go. Um, Like would they move forward in spite of the obstacles of Jericho? Or would they once again retreat into safety and forget about God's plan? Now, how many times can you say you arrived at a similar spiritual crosswalk within your walk with Christ or within your business journey? I personally know there have been times when I questioned God if he really wanted me to do certain things to grow in my business when I could have easily disobeyed him. I could easily took the easy route and avoided the obstacle I thought would deter me from my plans. See, God does uh, not place us on the planet without purpose. He has a divine design for each of us. But as we seek to follow his direction, difficulties will confront us and there's no way around that, girl. There really just isn't. I'm just being real with you. So (laughs) in this story, Joshua teaches us how to overcome the obstacles that would keep us from following the will of God for our lives and for our business journey. So one way we overcome obstacles is through communication. Communication is huge in just any relationship. And at the end of the day, you just want to have a relationship with God. Um, so, but that's also one of the main overcoming factors of beating obstacles is communication. I'm going to read from chapter six. So if you would like to read along, definitely go ahead. I'm also reading the new international version as well. So it says, now Jericho was tightly shut up because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. So the major obstacle facing Joshua and the people of Israel was Jericho. If they could not conquer the city, then all hope for the Israelites were gone because they couldn't get to the promised land. So how would they reach the city? How would they scale this wall? Because Jericho was huge, okay? Joshua and God communicated with each other, which was crucial and not something everyone had access to in those times. Not everybody was just talking to God, okay? They couldn't be like, yo, God, what's up? Like, what do I do next? Like, nobody had that access to God. Um, Only certain people did, Joshua being one of them. So I want to continue from verse two and it reads, and the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men, and provided the plan for taking Jericho. So I'm going to stop there. So whatever your obstacle is, God is willing to cross it with you. He is committed to communicating with his people, which is you, and to providing strength, comfort, and hope for you. So if you are up against the wall and want to know how to deal with it, don't try to overcome that obstacle under your own strength you need to communicate with god through prayer or through his word let that be your first plan of action rather than your last resort so the second way you can defeat obstacles is through compliance so i'm going to begin with verse six through seven no excuse me so it reads so joshua son of nun called the priests and said to them Take up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and have seven priests carry trumpets in front of it. 
and he ordered the people, advance, march around the city with the armed guard going ahead of the Ark of the Lord. So let's stop there. So right here, Joshua followed the exact plan God told him to follow. He complied with God. He didn't ask no questions. He ain't take no shortcuts. He ain't think twice about it. He trusted God so much. He just did whatever God said was the was without hesitation. Like he just did the plan. So though he may not have completely understood the plan or its significance, he still followed God. So Joshua moved the Israelite army to action. Now, see, at a time like this, God could use a man like Joshua because he was a man of faith and a man of obedience. He simply followed as God instructed. And he was a good leader because the people followed him. So God instructed the people of Israel to carry the trumpets with the Ark of the Lord following for six days. And they were not to speak. And I'm continuing from verse 8 and 10, by the way. On the seventh day, they were to follow this routine with one addition. They were to shout and glory to God because the city had been delivered to them. So I'm going to stop there again. What an act of faith it was for Joshua and the people to march around that city. No battle, guys, no battle had ever been won this way before, even now in in this um, era. Yet around the city, they all marched and those walls fell. Now, they didn't actually like fall down, but like the people basically, you know, submitted to like, okay, you you win, you got it. Or maybe they did actually fall. Actually, I really don't know. I I need to look at the details in that. But... Basically, it was an act of faith and an act of obedience. I mean, seriously, put yourself in the people of Jericho's shoes, okay? You're you're hidden by these huge walls. You think you're safe, you know, and all of a sudden you wake up one day and you just see these people just literally walk, like, you know, walking around the walls of your city, not saying a word for six days straight. Like, I ain't gonna lie. That's scary. That's scary. Okay, I'd be scared as hell if I woke up and looked outside my window and I just seen a bunch of people walking around my house, not saying a word. And all of a sudden they got like on the seventh day, they got these trumpets and everything. Like I'd be scared. Okay. And it's weird. (laughs) So, um, the seventh day was the day that broke the camel's back. But also, can you imagine Joshua telling his army to just walk around Jericho and that's how they're going to defeat Jericho? Like, bruh, girls, like, put your shoes now in the shoes of the Israelites, okay? Like, they probably looked at Joshua crazy. I mean, come on, like, Joshua is literally telling them, all right, this is what we're going to do, y'all. Grab the Ark of the Covenant, grab, like, these instruments here, all right? We're going to walk around this whole city for six days. We ain't going to say nothing, Like, we're not going to rest. We're going to do this. And on the seventh day, we're going to blow the horns. And that's how we're going to beat Jericho. That's how we're going down in history. Like, the the Israelites probably looked at him crazy, right? But, you know, what would, uh, you know, what would you think if you were in that day? At the end of the day, that doesn't, it doesn't matter what the Israelites thought in that time. What does matter is that they obeyed, they obeyed Joshua, they obeyed God, and it did pay off. Their obedience to God produce wonders. Sorry, I just like got out of breath for some reason. I think I got so excited about just thinking about if I was an Israelite back at that time. Whew. Sorry. So 
Um, so their obedience to God produced wonders. We read of no negative spirit. There's no discouragement going on. There's no disbelief. Like as they marched circle after circle around the city, I'm sure they could see the seeming, seemingly impossibility of the situation, but they walked. Obedience is the key, girls. Compliance is the key to moving of God's mighty hand out and the, and to moving the God's, I'm sorry compliance is the key to moving of God's mighty hand in our lives so many today actually pride themselves on living within reason but uh uh-uh no God called his people so that's you and me to live by faith we are to walk in faith and obedience to his direction and leadership in our lives so that brings me to the last obstacle And the last way to overcome obstacles is through confidence. Now, I'm going to skip to verse 20 through 21 if you want to read along with me in that same chapter. It reads, When the trumpet sounded, the people shouted. And at the sound of the trumpet, when the people gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So every man charged straight in and they took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed with the sword every living thing in it, men and women, young and old, cattle, sheep, and donkeys. Now, I'm going to stop there. It was uncommon, common sense to believe that God can make the impossible possible. Yet in the end, the walls actually fell. You see, the walls were not the problem though, okay? Walls are never the problem. We people are the problem we always are i'm being just real with you god has the power to do as he chooses but he desires uh that we act in obedient faith and when we do he takes care of the quote-unquote walls so hebrews chapter 11 verse 30 actually reminds us and it says by faith the walls of jericho fell after the people have marched around them for seven days Joshua and the people of God demonstrated deep confidence in the power of God. So do you have that kind of confidence in your Christian life? Be real. You know, what about in your business life? Be real with that too. Is your faith that strong in God's plan for your personal and business life? I want you to really think and pray on that and overcome any obstacle with God now that that comes into uh, uh, your mind or, you know, whatever comes to your mind or whatever comes into your heart based on what I just asked you. Okay, so as always, I want to lead off with a prayer, a prayer. But before I do, I hope that you found this episode encouraging and educational when overcoming obstacles within God's plan for your life and within your business journey. Now, I already told you guys I filmed this episode and literally my prayer last, like the first recording was amazing. And I don't remember what I said. So bear with me. I'm going to try to remember what I said in my prayer and hopefully God speaks through me so I can speak directly to you listening on the other end of this phone. So if you have the chance right now, go ahead and bow your head. If you're driving, please keep your hand on the steering wheel and just listen. Um <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you once again for waking all of us up this morning because waking up is just an obstacle in itself. I want to thank you, Lord, for giving each and every one of us skills to possess and desires in our heart to create a business to bring people back to the Lord within our business. I also want to thank you for all the obstacles that you have given me and the person listening in on the other end of this podcast because without those obstacles, Lord, we would not grow. Even though we may not understand why we're going through those obstacles at the time, we may not 
ever understand why but everything is for within good reason because at the end of the day lord you will never do anything that will harm us you will only do things that will make us grow or force us to grow if we're not taking the necessary action i pray for everyone's business right now i pray for the business of the girl that's on the other end of this podcast i pray that her business journey even though it may have obstacles i pray that she overcomes them listening to the tactics and the lessons from joshua and jericho i pray that whatever goals everyone has set for their business i pray that lord you help them deliver those goals through your plans for their life and i pray that as a christian that they um they continue their walk with you lord and i pray that they get to know your son jesus a lot more just through communication through compliance and just through confidence i know in this day and age just like how it was in the bible being a christian or being an entrepreneur and a christian there's a lot of just um negativity that evolves around that or there's a lot of people who uh think we should be a certain way and i want the other i i know for me that i don't care what people think because at the end of the day lord you're the one that judges us and i want the other people on the end of this podcast to feel the same way keep doing what they're doing keep shining keep talking about jesus keep saying you love god keep mixing business with faith um and we love you so much god in jesus name i pray amen So once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I love you and I will see you or you will hear me in the next episode. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Do you feel that? That heat? That fuel? Girl, that's that faith fuel. And I pray you use the fuel and lessons learned today in this episode and apply them to your personal life and business journey. Feel free to screenshot this episode and share a business lesson you learned and will now be incorporating in your business. Don't forget to tag me, okay, at The Marketing Profit so I'm notified and we can talk more about how you're going to apply those lessons to your business strategy in the DMs. It would also mean so much to me to reach all the faith-based entrepreneurs who want to infuse God within their business journey. But in order to do that, I need your help to get the word out. I would love if you'd comment, rate, and subscribe to this podcast in order to help me reach those girls and share these biblical business strategies. Let them know what they're missing. Okay, don't tell them I can turn water into wine, but let them know I can turn scriptures and stories into applicable and action-packed business strategies. Thank you so much, Faith Field friend, and I will talk to you in my next episode. Have a blessed day.